right, welcome everybody to the Wisdom of the Warrior podcast. Um, this is the first podcast on a selfie stick. Don't judge. Um, I'm sitting here. I'm sitting we'll here. make it work. We're going to make it work because I want to do something different. I'm sitting here with Ryan Kent, who is a professional OCR racer, obstacle course racer, and pro Spartan Elite team, um, coming off of a hellacious race in Wintergreen, right? It's, it's Tuesday. The race was Saturday, and I'm, I'm still feeling it, man. There's there's no way to get around it. But uh, moving on to the next one. Yeah. Um, this is my first time in Wintergreen, and uh, I keep hearing people say Wintergreen is Wintergreen. And, uh, it, yeah, it's a complete mountain run for hours <laughs> on end. But this guy places third out of all the human beings on the mountain, which is an ungodly task. How long did it take you to do that race? A little over two hours. A little over two hours. Yeah. Wow. So, it's two hours of suffering, man. Yeah, but... To put it in perspective, because friends of mine think that I'm in shape, it took me five hours <laughs> to crawl up that thing. This is done in two hours. It's pretty, pretty ridiculous. I think the, the average time was somewhere... I know last year the average time was somewhere around six hours, and I'm sure it had to be about the same same this year, so... It's a tough one, man. That's one of the toughest ones Spartan has, so just finishing that bad boy is, is a huge accomplishment. Yeah, for sure. Hardest thing I've ever done, and I've fought people in a cage before. Literally the hardest thing I've ever done. <laughs> so uh, We t- laugh about it now. We laugh about it now. There was a whole lot of crying going on <laughs> in that mountain. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, so tell me about, like, how did you, tell me a little bit about yourself and your background and how you got into all this in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I come from a, a running background. I spent my whole life running. Um, just always, I always liked pushing myself and kind of seeing what I'm made of. And I moved back home to Virginia after kind of traveling around for a little bit. Um, moved back last August, and I was in pretty good shape. And a buddy of mine, uh, Dexter Moore, who you know very well, yeah. Um, asked me to uh, try out this Spartan race. And I didn't know what it was. But I looked it up on the internet, um, and I was like, you know what, I, I think I'll give it a go. This is probably a week before the actual race. So I, w- I didn't have much time to uh, change up my training to get ready for it. I just went in with whatever fitness I had, and uh, I was hooked from that very first race. And I think I placed 21st or 22nd in my first Spartan race. And that was, that was kind of the moment where I was like, okay, we're going to transition away from being just a runner and now we're going to, we're going to switch things up and I'm going to try to try to the whole obstacle course racing. Um, I feel like it catered to me just cause it was, there was strength involved with running and I've always kind of been a bigger guy, uh, when it comes to, to just running. So this sport, um, I sort of feel like it was made for me. Mm-hmm. So I changed my training up a little bit and uh, one thing, one thing kind of just led to another. Wow. So, for guys that don't know, like uh, obstacle course racing is the second largest growing sport in the world, according to Joe Decino, who's the, the founder of Spartan, and uh, second to mixed martial arts. And mixed mm-hmm. martial arts is like the first growing, and now OCR is like this huge thing. But what do you think is like the pull? Why is it growing so fast? To, to be honest with you, I, I'm not sure I have the right answer. I don't know the answer. I think we're still waiting to to find that out but uh my personal guess would be that it 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 kind of it just takes us 
431 BC. You see it on on the shorts that Spartan Spartan has on the T-shirts. Um, these experiences, these races, they just kind of take us back to to the very beginning. You yeah. know, I feel like somewhere along the line, as human beings, we we sort of lost touch with 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 our history and. and what we did way back when, and I think these experiences, these races, they're, they're like going on an adventure, and it, you know, it, it kind of, me personally, I feel like I'm a kid out there again, yeah. um, even though I'm hurting and right. I'm in pain, but you know, going through the woods and, and going through mud and, and going under barbed wire and uh, carrying stumps, it's just like, it's, it's fun, yeah. you know, and it, it makes fitness fun. Uh, you get a sense of accomplishment when you get done, and you meet people while you're there, um, and it becomes, I keep saying experience, but it is, it's like, uh, it's just something that, that that you kind of forget about the rest of the world for a couple hours. When you're there, it's like nothing else exists, um, you're just in the moment, and I think, I think uh, people, people, people love to feel that. Yeah. It's uh, it, there's definitely like this detachment from like the, the quote unquote real world or what yeah, we totally. what, what we call the real world. Totally, right? man. You know, you've got, um, you know, lawyers and doctors and uh, whatever. They just come out there and um, just all walks of life, uh, you know, are out there and um, they can kind of just forget about the problems, forget about the stress, and just just have a have a great time out there. Yeah. And that's contagious, man. You know, that's contagious. So. You ever been to one of these races? It's like a, it's like a big pep rally at the, uh, the what do they call the, the center area? The, um, it's like where the starting block is. It's like a, it's like a big, uh, it's like a big festival, right? Yeah, so there's like rock music playing all yeah. over the place, and yeah. then there's thousands of people cannonballing through a mountain on purpose <laughs> <laughs> because it's fun. Like I yeah. said, it's like being a being a kid again. Um, so your base is, is running. Do you feel that like a, the, a running a strong running base is what's what's necessary to be successful in this sport? Totally. Um, you know the obstacles are still only. I don't know the exact ratio, but you're spending more time running than you're spending on the obstacles. So if you're if you're spending way more time lifting weights and trying to dominate the obstacles, but not spending much time running. You're, you're not going to do as well. Running is still kind of the, uh, it's it's pretty much what obstacle racing is uh, with, with, some, with some obstacles, obviously, while you're out there running. But you're going to, if you're spinning, you know, you know, for me, for example, the race this past weekend took two hours, and I'd probably guess about an hour and a half of that was spent just running. You know, the other 30 minutes were spent, you know, on the obs- obstacles itself. So, you gotta put you gotta put the time in on running, which a lot of people don't don't like doing. Yeah, you know, they, they they don't mind going to the gym and lifting weights and, and all these things, but you tell them to get out there and go run a couple miles, man, they hate it. So yeah, uh, learn to love it. Yeah, <laughs> learn to love it. I had to. If you want to be if you want to be successful, uh, you have to learn to love to run. Yeah. So just depends how good you want to be. Yeah. You know? Right. How much you want to squeeze out of it. Yeah. I know. Um, for me going into it, like I, I got exposed. Just a little bit of history here. I'm kind of second generation down from Ryan because uh, Ryan is my coach's coach, Jessica, who will be on the show a little bit later. Um, but uh, I got into it because I wanted a challenge. I was fighting MMA for years. I stopped fighting, and I was like, I just had something kind of calling me in the face of it. Like I said, that that um, 
primal thing, like what, what's the next thing for me, you yeah. know? And so OCR racing came up, and I saw it, and I was thinking, oh, okay, this is perfect. It's, you know, some running and some obstacles. Mm-hmm. I don't like to run, so, yeah. I'll, well, I'll we'll, do the, we'll do the running just to have fun on the obstacles. Yeah, <laughs> and now, like, 80% of what I do is running. Yeah, totally. Right. How, do you, um, how do you deal with the, the, the mountain aspect of it? Because I know that for this race, it was, it was all up a mountain, and my legs were torched, and I, I kind of know the answer a little bit because I trained with you guys, but... Like, how do you deal with that? Particularly coming from a place like uh, Virginia, where we're, you know, at yeah. least on our, our side, we're, we're ground level. Yeah. level. To, to get ready, you know, it's different. You know, there's, there's certain uh, courses where speed plays a big, a big factor. You know, how fast you are, how fast you can go. So on, on courses like that, you know, you want to get on the track, you can get on flat ground and kind of do do your thing, work on your speed. But for courses that are on the mountains, you really have to have that strength and stamina. Uh, speed doesn't really play a big a big effect on, on the mountain courses. It doesn't matter how fast you can go, because if you can't climb if you can't climb the mountain, it doesn't really matter. So you have to pay a big attention in your training to, to, to your lower body. Um Want to, you want to do squats, you want to do lunges, weighted lunges, um, and a lot of climbing uphill. And like you said, here in Virginia, we don't really have a lot of that. So uh, I spend, to get ready for wintergreen, I spend a lot of time on the treadmill. I hate being inside, but uh, you got to work with what you got. Yeah. So here in Virginia, I spend a lot of time on the treadmill, crank that bad boy up as, as, as high as it can go, and unfortunately... The one that I have only goes up to 20%. Uh, but uh, use what you got, and you just grind away. Whether you're walking or, or slow running, you just build that build that stamina to just keep going and keep going and keep going. And it just I, I've learned that that going uphill is more mental really than physical because it just becomes this like it starts playing mind games on you. You know, it's just you know, can I keep going or can I keep going? It's just you don't really. What like why do you why do you race? That's like that's the big question they ask all like before I race it's like the catchphrase and um, always trying to figure out like why why do something so difficult part of like like your identity even. I got involved in endurance sports at a very young age, four years old actually, um, so for me, I don't really know any better, it's kind of uh, just something that's been instilled in me since a very young age, and it's just carried carried over throughout my life, but uh, I, I do enjoy just pushing myself, kind of like finding out what I'm made of, you know, let's say this world just... I don't know if I can cuss, but let's say the world goes to shit and everything just hits the fan. It's like, would I be ready for something like that? So a part of a part of training and racing is preparing yourself. You never know what life is going to throw at you. Um, so I sort of use my training, training in life, and in you know, when going back to personal life, I look back to a certain workout or a certain race like wintergreen and I'm like you know this isn't as bad as climbing up that mountain you know I can deal with this so 
for me, I, I race because it prepares me for life. Uh, it's always it's always good to just measure yourself and kind of see see what you're made of, and uh, that's you know just just kind of finding what's deep inside. You know what 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 are you made of? You know, I think that's that's the main thing for me. That's why I love the race. Just seeing what's deep inside. And I know with like there's that correlation that I, I found from through fighting and uh, through the racing that uh, uh, a lot of it is like the, the mental or psychological or even some people would say like the spiritual aspect of it like you gotta you gotta go inside to find totally you know, yeah totally like how much do you think uh, how much you know we're not I'm not a math person <laughs> but if I had to math this like how much of this do you think is psychological um I, I can't put a percentage on it but a good bit for sure you know especially especially you know on on, on races that, that you're spending hours out there at some point it becomes you know your physical self is completely exhausted and you're just you're literally just going through the motions that's sort of how I felt this past weekend um, at the wintergreen race the last mile of that race I was done I had nothing left my body just wasn't meant to go nine miles just yet. I still need more time to build up to that. So with about a mile to go, physically, I was toasted. But it just becomes, that's when the mental part comes in. It's just put one foot in front of the other, just keep it moving. Um, it, it definitely plays a big part because if it was if it was all physical, man, I would have been, I wouldn't have finished that race, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, Mental, mental is a, is a is a big part of it, and I I, I don't think a lot of people realize how much um, it, it plays plays into it. But you get out there, and uh, I think a lot of people learn a lot about themselves when they're out there, and they find out that you know maybe they got something in them that they didn't know they had. Yeah. So there's a there's points where you know racing in completely two divisions like there's there's the elite division and then there's like the open and um open division is just like for the average joes getting out there trying to test themselves and the elite guys like ryan are out there trying to win it but you get some pretty interesting things in the open division like i'm you're the bucket carry my legs are cramping up and shot and uh you're <laughs> put the bucket down and i'm leaning over it and i yeah. hear this guy going oh man you know what i if I were to just leave this mountain right now, I'd be okay with it. And that gets in your head, you know, because then it's like, okay, this is a choice. I can choose to leave this anytime I want to. It's like ringing the bell totally, seals. Totally. And, uh, and that kind of <laughs> gets to you. And, but you keep going. Yeah. You keep going. I, you, you remember the spear throw this weekend right before, right, it was right after the spear throw was the bucket carry. Yeah. And at this time, man, my legs were just, they were, they weren't, they weren't having it. And I was like, if I miss this spear throw, I might just walk off. <laughs> I might just walk off the course because I don't know if I could complete 30 burpees this late in the race and then go pick up this bucket full of rocks and go up the mountain and come back down. Thankfully, I made the spear. <laughs> but if I didn't, man, I don't know. I might still be there doing 30 burpees. Yeah. So when you made the switch over to being a, a, a professional athlete, so you are. Uh, explain to people what that means in OCR to be a pro. You're sponsored, and is that? Is that... Yeah, uh, but a lot of the you know Spartan, for example, has the Spartan Pro Team. Uh, but but a lot of the people on the team 
do have other jobs, on, you know, along with being a, a professional athlete. Um, me, on the other hand, I, I, I did quit all of my jobs to fully train as an athlete. Um, I don't really, I don't necessarily know what a what you would consider just a, a professional. Yeah. Um, just know that, you know, I, I know people look up to me, so I take that, you know, I don't take that responsibility lightly. I think that's, that's a part about um, be, just being a professional, knowing that people are looking up to you. You, you never want to get out there and, and make a fool of yourself or anything like that. Just, you know, know that, know that people are trying to, to be at your level and, and, you know, respect that, you know. I, and I, I'm sure that that pressure can be to and against you at times. Like I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that you're out there on the court, and even if the doubt, a little bit of doubt crosses your mind, and you want to quit, you think, well, I got, I got eyes on me that that are looking up to me, and I got to keep mm-hmm. pushing forward, right? Definitely, man. My family, my family was there this past weekend, and you know, just just them being there, I was like, there ain't no quit, there ain't no quit. You know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let my family down. Not gonna let my friends down. So, yeah. yeah. And your sister did her what? Her first race was that? In she C? did. She did. Uh, my older sister Shelly. Uh, she she came and watched me at the uh, Charlotte Sprint, and she she got hooked on it there. Just she didn't even compete. She just watched it. And she was like, "I'm gonna do one." So I set up a little training plan for her, and she got ready and went went and did the DC sprint and had a blast. And I think she's gonna do the uh, Fort Bragg um, sprint in September. Oh, nice! So now she's hooked, man. It's just like hook, hook, line, and sinker, hook, man. Line, sinker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a it's an addicting thing. It's like uh, when they when they say you'll know at the finish line. Um, I would I would go a step further and go like I didn't really know until a little while later. Like I, I'll my first sprint, I remember doing it and going, I don't know if I'm ever do this again. Mm-hmm. But then like an hour later, on the drive back, you start thinking back on how epic it was. You're like, I could do that. Mm-hmm. I could definitely do that. And then a day later, it's like I I really want to see if I can go a little bit totally. a little bit further. So people, you know, you look back. Like you said, you kind of have some time to let it sink in, and you, you might you might think back to the race to that point where you were just, man, I don't think I'm gonna, I don't think I can do this, but you did it. Yeah. And looking back on that, it just that sense of it goes back to that sense of accomplishment, and you're like, I want I want to push myself more. So then it becomes like a drug, like an addiction, and I think that's why people just keep coming back, man. They want they want to keep pushing that limit. Yeah. Whether it's their limit is is down or if it's up they're just trying to increase it just a little bit and that drug addiction thing is uh like we're all drug addicts we all are that's it's gonna be a controversial thing to say we're all on crack man (laughs) (laughs) but there's natural crack and then then there's the stuff you gotta you gotta get from the guy on the corner and uh your brain already produces these drugs these uh hormones that make you feel good and go i'm alive and this is what i'm supposed to do and things like this actually bring those those natural drugs out of your body definitely i agree all chasing that high man yeah um so young guy the, the the idea of like balance work hard party hard i uh i, I want to see how you i, I want to know how you do it because i coach a lot of young athletes like for mixed martial arts and muay thai and one of the hardest things is for these guys to have balance like yes they want to train hard and they want to be the best guy in the world 
but then they also want to go out and party and have a good time and 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 they have a hard time balancing that how do you do that and what kind of advice can pass to these guys i would i will say that over the past couple months i have gotten i've kind of put we're definitely more work hard work hard than than play hard yeah uh earlier on i would you know i could go hammer a workout then then head to the bar and have a couple drinks with some friends and wake up and do it again but um now with with training getting a little more intense this time of year with world championships coming up uh we're more just working hard i'm having to kind of make some sacrifices i'm you know missing out on some things like hanging out with friends and family um just to make sure i get get the training in that i need but i think sometimes if you if you're always focused on training or the next event and that's all you're thinking about 24/7 sometimes that can work against you you need to be able to 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 go out and have a good time and and, and forget about the stress of you know what you need to do to to perform at your best just kind of you need to, you need to have that fun aspect too you know go go to an amusement park go ride some roller coasters um you need to have that balance and and sometimes it's hard to do but uh i th- i think if you if you if you're focused on the task at hand all the time uh it it can work against you definitely yeah. so you need to be able to find that find that balance however you do it you know yeah um some of the guys like they'll they'll go to concerts you know like totally guys like a bunch of the guys at my gym are into like that trap music like I'm 39 years old so I'm still trying to figure out what trap music is <laughs> but uh but you know they'll go out there and and yeah. wild out a little bit yeah. for a couple hours and they get that out of their their system I love you know I love country music man so you know summertime right now so perfect time to go out and catch a concert Luke Bryan for the Georgia line that's where yeah. it's at man yeah. I'm starting to figure out what these things are because uh, I grew up as a hip hop guy, so now I'm 39 years old, I barely listen to any modern day hip hop because it's garbage. Um, but now I'm starting to figure out. And country yeah, music isn't that bad. We're in Virginia, both. That's in what Virginia, we do. man. <laughs> <laughs> so, so like we always ask people on the show. First of all, like, what do you, you have coming up? You have Tahoe. Yeah. And uh, the World Championships for the Spartan Race. Give people a little idea of what that is. Yeah. So once a year. Uh, they have what we call the Spartan World Championships. It's where every obstacle racer, um, the best all over the world, come to compete in one event. Uh, not just in the United States, but you know, abroad, all all over the world. Uh, the last couple of years, it's been up in Killington, Vermont, up on the ski resort up there. This year, for the first time, it's being held in. Lake Tahoe, California. Um, actually, where I forget what year, but uh, the Olymp- the Olympics, the Winter Olympics, were held at this mountain that we're going to be competing at. Oh wow! Um, so it's just going to be. It's going to. I, I don't even know what to expect. Man. It's just <laughs> going to be. It's going to be hard. It's going to be. You know, they say it's going to be one of the hardest events. Um, the hardest event, really. That, that Spartan has ever put on. So um, it's going to bring in talents, all walks of life. You got, you know, not just your best obstacle racers, but you're going to have ultra runners. You're going to have triathletes. You're going to have 
just all kinds of, you know, elite athletes at this one event, and we're going to find out, you know, who the who the toughest guy is. Yeah. So. Fucking <laughs> nuts. Yeah. It, I mean, and we're just coming off of Wintergreen, which was like nine miles. This is this is going to be a beef. Yeah, this will be this will be about 13, 13 miles plus, um, and it will be on tougher, gnarlier terrain than, than we saw at Wintergreen. So that's not very uh, um, encouraging. So. It is not. <laughs> But, but we're going to do it. We're going to do it. Yeah. yeah. So um, I'm actually, I'm heading out to uh, to Mammoth Lakes, California, which is about a three-hour drive south of Lake Tahoe. Okay. Heading out there next week. Um, actually heading out tomorrow, but I'll get there next week. And uh, hopefully, you know, that'll, that'll help prepare me a little bit for what I'm going to see out there in Lake Tahoe. So you're going to get a little bit of uh, altitude yep. and some, some mountains yep. and... I think that's the biggest concern a lot of people are uh, having with this year's World Championships is the altitude. You know, last year, the last couple of years, it's been in Vermont, which is about, I don't know, 3,000 feet, which isn't that bad. But once you get above 5,000, 6,000, I think this year it's even, might even, might even go up to like 9,000. Um, those who are coming from sea level are going to be hurt. So, yeah, it's going to be, that's going to be, that's going to, yeah, that's going to be a battle in itself. It's just dealing with, you know, the lack of oxygen. Yeah. So, and, uh, how, how, how much oxygen or how much uh, altitude training do you, you think is optimal for getting there before the event? From what I know, you either want to get there the night before the day before, and run the race the next day, or you want to get there at least three weeks in advance. Three so weeks. if you're trying to get there, you know, a week before, week and a half, two weeks, you, you, you might be hurting yourself more than you're helping yourself. Okay. So either the night before, two days before, or three about three weeks. So and I've heard that about the the day before thing. Is that just like it's going to suck anyway? So just show up and you know I don't really know the, <laughs> the, the, the scientific method behind it, but. Uh, we are, we are not scientists, no. by the way. Yeah. No. We just go do crazy yeah. stuff. So, yeah. All right, man. Wow. So, we always end the show with, like, a one question. And the question is, because the, 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 the theme of the show is uh, embracing the warrior spirit in the modern-day world. I, I truly believe that, like, Spartan races it embodies, like, the warrior spirit. You know, anything other than standing in front of another human being and going toe-to-toe. The, the Spartan race basically embodies what Spartans did because the Spartans had to do all that stuff and then fight. Yep. Which I remember at the end of Wintergreen, I, I couldn't I couldn't fight a baby and take a bottle from him. But mm-hmm. I'm working on that. So if there are three things that you could three words of advice you can impart to people on how they could embrace the warrior spirit in like the modern day world, what would you say they'd be? Um, three things. To embrace the warrior spirit in the modern day world. Like you were saying, I think for me, running, Spartan racing is a, is a it is a spiritual thing for me. When I get out there, it's obviously I'm competing against um, other guys, but it, it becomes a battle with yourself out there as well. Um, so I spend a lot of time with myself out there training. One of my favorite things to do is, is to kind of you guys can do this too. Just get away from the gym, get away from the people. Uh, go out into the woods, go for a walk, go for a run. 
uh, use use what nature gives you to as your gym. You know, find a tree limb and, and jump up and do some pull-ups. You don't need to go to a pull-up bar at the gym to yeah. do that. Uh, find a tree stump that's sticking out of the ground and, and do some box jumps or pick up a log and, and go down and do some squats or some lunges. Uh, just, you know, break away from the norm. Just get out there and, 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 and just get in touch with yourself a little bit. Out there in nature, away from everything. Uh, that, that definitely helps me get, get me ready for my events. Um, you know, another thing would be always always try to help people. Always try to make people around you better. Um, it's easy to get be selfish and get caught up in our own thing, but, um, you know, if you get the chance to just kind of help people around you, uh, that, that'll go a long way. Uh, Another thing, believe in yourself. I think if, if you really are a warrior, you, you believe in yourself no matter, no matter if anyone else believes in you. You know, in, in this day and world, someone's always going to tell you you can't do something. So as long as you, you know, believe in yourself, you know, just if it's you versus the world, the, the odds are against you, you know, embrace that and, and use that to kind of fuel your passion. Um, you know, I, I've had a lot of doubters over the course of my life, but, you know, just believe in yourself and, and anything can happen. Sure, man. Yeah. yeah. And Orion gives back quite a bit to us. Like, it, we've kind of built a little bit of a squad here. Totally. In, uh, in Virginia, a bunch of us go out to the track at CNU and, 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 and run together as a team. And, and uh, I'm one of the, 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 the rookies on the team, right, which is... 39-year-old rookie. I'm always looking to be a rookie in something, but he embraced me as part of the team, and he's been very inspirational and motivational to uh, to what I consider one of my most enlightened years. I appreciate that. Yeah, we, we really appreciate you having me on the show, man. Um, you guys check him out. Uh, if you're watching the shows on NBC, um, you'll see Brian one of, as one of the guys up at the, yeah. the top. Yeah. And um, you, you, were you on the which? The one that was just on NBC just recently. I was uh, I was at the Montana one. Um, I had to skip the next three NBC races uh, due to an IT band injury. But uh, I'm on the comeback trail right now. So the next NBC race that I'll be doing is New Jersey, which is September 12th. And that one will actually air on NBC Sports in, I think, November. So you can guys, you guys can look for me in November. Yeah. Check out, check out Ryan Kent. We'll put a, in the show notes. We'll put um, um, all his con- contacts for uh, Instagram and fan pages and things like that. Look for Drop the Hammer on right. Instagram. And uh, man, it's sh- truly a pleasure having you on the show. And uh, everybody out there, continue to embrace the warrior spirit within. <laughs>